Dennis Day. Dennis Day is brought to you by Palmolive Soap and Luster Cream Shampoo. Palmolive Soap, your beauty hope, Luster Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous, dream girl hair. <laughs> the Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benaderet, George Dooning in the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith, is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis to sing his RCA Victor recording of Clancy Lowered the Boom. Now Clancy was a peaceful man, if you know what I mean. The cops picked up the pieces after Clancy left the scene. He never looked for trouble, that's a fact you can assume. But nevertheless, when trouble would press, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy! Oh, that Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Boom, 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 boom. O'Leary was a fighting man, they all knew he was tough. He strutted round the neighborhood, shooting off his guff. He picked a fight with Clancy, then and there he sealed his doom. Before you could shout, O'Leary, look out! Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, Clancy left the barber shop with tonic on his hair. He walked into the pool room and he met O'Reilly there. O'Reilly said, for goodness sake, now do I smell perfume? Before you could stack your chew in the rack, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy. Oh, that Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Neighbors all turned out for Cato Grady's wedding night. McDougal said, let's have some fun. I think I'll start a fight. He wrecked the hall, then kissed the bride and pulverized the groom. Then quick as a wink, before you could think, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy. Oh, that Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that Clancy. Oh, that Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Boom, boom. Tell you was the grandest sight you ever did see when Clancy lowered the boom. And now, here is a very important announcement. Palmolive Soap is giving away $67,000, a grand prize of $25,000 in one lump sum, or $100 a month for life. And that's not all. There are thousands of prizes in Palmolive's big treasure chest contest. 1949 Ford sedans. Westinghouse laundromats. From Silver Fox scarves. Toastmaster toasters. Yes, 2,336 prizes in all. And it's easy to enter. Complete the last line of this jingle. A fresher, brighter-looking skin is something I would like to win. I'll get Palmolive soap today. Dida da 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 Write your last line on a plain sheet of paper or get an official entry blank from your dealer which gives you the easy rules. Include your own and dealer's name and address and mail with the black bands from one regular and one bath size cake of palm olive soap to Palm Olive, Box 92, New York 8, New York. And now, here's the jingle once more. A fresher, brighter-looking skin is something I would like to win. I'll get palm olive soap today. 
Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mail your entry blank with the black bands from Palmolive Soap to Palmolive, Box 92, New York 8, New York. Enter early, enter often. Well, when Mr. Anderson was called out of town suddenly on business yesterday, his wife was heard to remark that now she and her daughter Mildred would be alone without a man in the house. And what puzzled our young hero Dennis Day is that she was looking right at him when she said it. (laughs) But Mrs. Anderson could have been mistaken, for our hero has stepped into the breach completely, shouldering her husband's duties and responsibilities perfectly. Indeed, he's become the man of the Anderson household. If you don't believe it, just listen. Dennis Day, will you please get through scrubbing that floor? Uh, yes, Poopsie. <laughs> and stop calling me Poopsie. Very well, passion fruit. <laughs> Dennis, I'm warning you, well, if gee, I... Mrs. Anderson, I'm only trying to keep you from missing your husband. Well, you're not succeeding. Now let the rest of that floor go till later. I'm trying to work out the household budget. Yes, ma'am. Not that I ever will, with more going out every week than there is coming in. I tell you, trying to run a house with prices what they are, it... Have you any idea what it's like to be a woman these days? Oh, no, ma'am, and according to my birth certificate, I imagine I'll always be in the dark. <laughs> well, it's awful. I swear, I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. Especially when I have a boarder who's exactly three months behind in his room rent. Oh, you've been keeping track, too, huh? I have. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself. After the way I've coddled you and catered to you, didn't I spend practically all last Tuesday just shopping for a pillow for your bed? Oh, yes, ma'am. And sleeping on a pillow is fine, but it's really no substitute for a mattress. (laughs) You've got a mattress, and you know it. Oh, sure. I know it's a mattress, and you know it's a mattress, but my stupid back thinks it's a marble slab. you complaining. Nobody could be nicer to you than I am. And what thanks do I get? Gee, I'm sorry, Mrs. Anderson. If things are really, if they're really bad, well, maybe you could rent my room to someone else. Someone else? But where would you sleep? I can sleep down in the cellar. You actually mean that? You wouldn't object to leaving your room and sleeping in the cellar? No, ma'am. If it means some extra money for you, I don't mind being a little more comfortable. to make this sacrifice. I'll run right down to the newspaper office and put an ad in this afternoon's paper. Uh, You're positive now that you won't mind sleeping in the cellar. Oh, no, ma'am. I'm already looking forward to that nice soft cement. Persuaded Mother to let you leave your room and sleep in the cellar? Sure. Gosh, if she's in financial trouble, Mildred. Well, but uh, are you sure you want another boarder in the house? Huh? Well, suppose he turns out to be tall and handsome, and very charming and intelligent, and attractive to women. Gee, I never thought of that. Imagine it, two of us under the same roof. (laughs) Dennis, what's the matter with you? Don't you understand what I'm saying or, or why I'm saying it? Where's the green-eyed monster? She went downtown to the newspaper office. 
mother. Dennis, you'll just take me for granted. I am a little attractive, you know, and... Oh, so that's what you mean. But, gosh, Mildred, you wouldn't look at another man, would you, huh? Would you, would you, would you, huh? Why should I tell you that? My goodness, a girl like... Wonderful news, children. I've got a boarder for Dennis's room. Eight dollars a week and the nicest boy. Boy? Oh, my gosh, what's he look like? Well, he's about 23, very good-looking, and a graduate of Harvard University. The criminal type. He's got to go. <laughs> what? He's a criminal, I tell you. I, I saw his picture in the post office. He's wanted for, for, for wife-beating. What are you talking about? He isn't married. That's even worse. Beating a wife he's not even married to. Get rid of him. <laughs> oh, stop that nonsense. Mildred, he'll be here any minute, and I've got to run down to the corner to pick up some things. So if he arrives before I get back, show him the room. All right, Mother. I'll see you later. Mildred. Hmm? I love you, girl. Mad for you. Mad. Mad. Do you hear? Mad, mad, mad. What? Take me in your big, strong arms. Squeeze me till I'm just a sodden mass of limp passion. My. Why this abrupt change all of a sudden? I don't know. Living in the cellar, perhaps. Maybe the change of altitude has given me the bends. It couldn't possibly be the new boarder, could it? This handsome new boarder? Well, gosh, if he's really so good-looking and only 23 and everything... Oh, you're cute. But you don't really have to be upset, Dennis. No? No, you know I only have eyes for you. Yeah, but it's the rest of you I'm worried about. <laughs> don't be silly. Maybe it is time you worried about me a little. You've been taking me... Oh, I'll get it. Hello? Uh, how do you do? I understand you have a room for rent. Well, yes, sir, we did have one, but it's already... Re Wait a minute. How old are you? Huh? I'm, I'm 41. Gee, that's wonderful. You've got one foot practically in the grave. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand that, but I'm very anxious to live in your neighborhood. I'm prepared to pay $25 a week for that room. $25 a week? Well, 30 if necessary, and I... 30 Mister, you've got yourself a room. Come over in about an hour and it'll be all set for you. Really? Well, my gracious. Uh, thank you, young man. Uh, goodbye. Dennis, what have you done? Wow, didn't you hear? I just rented him the room. But Mother's already rented it. I know, but this is an old man, Mildred. Girls to him are just people who don't shave. <laughs> that, and I realize $30 is a lot of money, but... Oh, my golly. I bet that's Mother's border. What'll we tell him? He'll insist on keeping the room. Oh, no, he won't. We'll get him to turn it down. You just follow my lead, that's all. And don't you worry. Come in. How do you do? My name is Clifford. I spoke to Mrs. Anderson about a room. Oh, yes. Uh, Day is my name. Bring him back alive, Day. You know, the lion tamer. The lion tamer? Oh, sure. This is a boarding house for circus people. Didn't Mrs. Anderson tell you? Why, no. Oh, sure. Meet uh, little Fifi here, our snake charmer. Hiss hello to Mr. Clifford, uh, Fifi. Hello. Uh, well, shall we show Mr. Clifford to his room? Yeah, I guess they've cleaned up the blood by now. The blood? Well, you see, Roscoe, one of my lions, got into your room the other night while the last boarder was sleeping there. It was rather messy. Yeah, Roscoe's a pretty young lion. Just a baby, in fact, and you know what sloppy eaters they are. You mean this lion... Uh-huh. Yes. That's why I like my snakes. Remember the border before last, Mr. Day? Oh, sure. It's much neater when a boar constrictor swallows them whole. Oh, no. Sure. Say, I uh, hope you won't mind sharing the room for a day or two with Hugo. I'm breaking in a new act. Hugo? Who's he? My vampire bat. Now, you'll get along with him, though. Just keep him well fed, that's all. 
What do you mean, well-fed? Oh, it's no problem. When you go to sleep, just leave your collar open. <laughs> Good heavens, I'm getting out of here. Goodbye. Gee, what do you know? It worked. Yes. Oh, Dennis, you were wonderful. Mother will be so proud of you. Yeah, I guess she will. What happened in here? Why did Mr. Clifford just rush past me screaming something about snakes and lions? What did you just say to him? Does it matter, Mother? The good news is he isn't taking the room. Isn't taking the room? That's good news? Sure. You see, I've rented it to someone else. What? I like your nerve. Whoever he is, he can't have it. But he's a very nice man, Mrs. Anderson. What do I care? He has a charming personality. Personality or not, he doesn't get the room. And he'll pay you $30 a week. How soon does he move in? <laughs> He'll be here in an hour. Ain't I a darling? Oh, Dennis, you are. We'll continue our day in the life of Dennis Day in just a moment. Meanwhile, here's Dennis to sing You Call Everybody Darlin'. Everybody, darling, and everybody calls you darling, too. You don't mean what you're saying, it's just a game you're playing. But you'll find someone else can play the game as well as you. If you call everybody darling, then love won't come a-knocking at your door And as the years go by You'll sit and wonder why Nobody calls you darling anymore If you call everybody darling Then love won't come a-knocking at your door And as the years go by and wonder why nobody calls you darling anymore. Well, Dennis finally made a big hit with Mrs. Anderson. He got rid of the man she rented his room to and rented it to someone else for a good deal more money. Mrs. Anderson is out shopping for additional furnishings now as Dennis opens the door to greet the new tenant, a very distinguished-looking gentleman, complete with cane and spats. Oh, how do you do, sir? Welcome to Anderson Manor. Oh, thank you. I spoke to you on the phone, I believe. My name is Franklin, Ben Franklin. I'm glad to know you, Mr. Franklin. Your quarters are right upstairs, if I may lead the way. Oh, thank you. You're very kind. Oh, I hope you like your room. There are several very nice features to it, which I will make up as we go along. Oh. <laughs> well, I assure you I'm not hard to please. And a ceiling. Good. Because if you wanted something fancy like windows, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> now, there we are. Well, how cozy. Yeah. And notice you'll never have to sweep under the bed. The mattress is right on the floor. <laughs> hey, simply delightful. I know I'll be very happy. Oh, thank you, Mr. Franklin. Edison. Thomas Edison. Edison? But I thought... Now, I suppose you'd like a little money in advance. <laughs> Now, tell me, would $50,000 be satisfactory? Why not? No. Really, Mr. Edison, I... Edison? Oh, Columbus is the name, Christopher Columbus. Why, <laughs> George, that reminds me, I nearly forgot. I'll need three smaller rooms, too, for the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. <laughs> 
now, now, look here, Mr. Columbus. Uh, why, you're shaking, lad. Are you cold? Oh, no, 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 oh, sir. Oh, I have just the thing for you in my grip. You see that black bag over there? Bring it over and open it. I, I'd rather not, sir. There may be someone in it, I know. Uh, <laughs> but an operation is your only chance, dear boy. Oh, you see that, don't you? An operation? Oh, it's vital. I'm certain it's the only way we can save the patient, Dr. Mayo. Oh, he... <laughs> You're right. I'll go get the ether. Good. I'll be under it when you get back. <laughs> oh, uh, and when you return, Dr. Mayo... Uh, yes, sir? Bring your sister Virginia with you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, are you really sure? Beyond any doubt? Positive. All the time I was in the room, he was going... <laughs> with his fingers. Well, still, that doesn't exactly prove anything. On my lips. Oh. <laughs> oh, my golly, you're right. we better call the police immediately. Oh, no. And have your mother find out I rented the room to a lunatic? I'm going to get rid of him myself. But how? I'm going to pretend I'm as goofy as he is, and then maybe he'll have confidence in me, and I can get him out of the house. Oh, oh gee, I sure hope it works. Well, good luck, Dennis. Boy, do I need it. Yes, who is it? President Truman. Oh, please. <laughs> ah, come in, Mr. President. Just a minute. You don't look like President Truman. Shh. I'm in disguise. A lot of Southerners around. Oh, <laughs> Yes, I see. Well, to what do I owe this great honor, Mr. President? We need you in Washington, sir, immediately. Really? Well, who'd have thought it with so many of us already there? <laughs> it's a matter of utmost importance. Remember that little talk we had in the White House last June about the canal? Oh, I'll never forget it. What canal? <laughs> By the one from Florida to California. To permit a free exchange of orange juice. Oh! <laughs> is that right? It, it needs digging, does it? Very well, Ben Franklin, is at your service, sir. It's off to Washington. My kite can wait. Good boy. Come on, let's go. We've got to hurry. The plane is waiting at the... Oh, my gosh. Mrs. Anderson. Well, this must be our new boarder. How do you do, sir? Oh, and this must be my landlady. Madame, I am charmed beyond words. Your beauty is as breathtaking as it is unexpected. <laughs> oh, why, really? Oh, you are exquisite, madame. Well, Dennis, if he doesn't like your room, you might show him Mr. Anderson. <laughs> there isn't time now, Mrs. Anderson. We've got to get out of here. We've got a big deal on Oh, the... no, 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 my son. I'm afraid it will have to wait. The artist in me is stronger than the engineer. I simply must paint this lovely creature at once. Paint me? Oh, how thrilling. <laughs> You're a painter, Mr... Uh... Uh, da Vinci, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> and you want to paint me, Mr. Da Vinci? Look, Lenny, we got to get out of here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I must put this golden girl on canvas immediately. Oh, that hair, the shape of that face, a perfect Helen of Troy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, Mr. Da Vinci... Oh, we... I'll go get my palette and brushes, my dear. You fetch a white tablecloth to wrap about you. It will make a lovely toga. Uh, quickly now, while I'm in the mood. Oh, yes, of course. I'll be right back. But there isn't time. we got to... Now, don't argue, Harry. My mind is made up. 
Oh, my gosh. Dennis, what's wrong? Hasn't he gone? No, and your mother's back, and there's no telling what'll happen. Quick, run down to the corner and bring back a policeman. Hurry. Oh, my golly. Okay. Oh, isn't this thrilling, Dennis? Mrs. Anderson. Do I really look like Helen of Troy in this tablecloth? Mrs. Anderson, listen. This guy oh, is a... Oh, there you are, my dear, and already. Oh, you look magnificent. Now, let's see. Suppose we select a pose. Uh, 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 how's this? No, not quite right. Could you could you bend one knee just slightly? Like this? Good. Now, now the other knee, too, a little. <laughs> so? Excellent. Now, could you remove your head and place it between them? There's a young lady running across the lawn accompanied by a gentleman in blue. Now, I wonder who that could be. Why, it's Mildred and a policeman. Oh, thank goodness. Dear, dear. I fear President Truman has betrayed me. He must have learned that I'm really Tom Dewey. <laughs> what? All right, now, where's the Luna? Uh-oh. What are you doing dressed up in that tablecloth, lady? <laughs> For your information, my good man, I'm Helen of Troy. Uh, I see. Okay, let's take a walk, Helen. That's my mother. Sure, she's all right. Yeah? Who are you? He says he's President Truman. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, but I was... Two of them, huh? Okay, you can both come along. No, wait. This is the man right here. He says his name is Leonardo da Vinci. So what? Being a foreigner is no crime. <laughs> come on, Helen. Harry, let's move. Now, look here. Oh, you. officer, you're making a mistake. If you'd only let me explain. Mother wanted Dennis to sleep in the cellar, so we frightened the other man away with the snakes and the lions in his bed and rented the room to Benjamin Franklin. Don't you see? Yep. Get in line, sister. <laughs> All right, all right, the three of you. Let's go. No. Please, stop pushing. Well, goodbye, friends. Nice meeting you all. And don't take it too hard, Harry. Just look at the trouble Henry's having. (laughs) Dennis Day will be back in just one minute to sing Maybe You'll Be There. But first... Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. Tonight, you can see this come true, revealed by a luster cream shampoo. You'll see your hair lovelier, your wave or curls softer, more glamorous, easy to do quickly. Even in hardest water, luster cream shampoo leaves hair three ways lovelier. Fragrantly clean, easier to manage, brilliant with sheen. Don't wait. Tonight, use Luster Cream Shampoo. Not a soap, not a liquid, but a dainty, magical cream. Discover why it's by far the top favorite cream shampoo. Get the big jar, one dollar. Smaller sizes, either tubes or jars. Tonight, you can be a dream girl, dream dream girl. You owe your two a Luster 
buttercream shampoo. Now, here is Dennis with George Dooning and the orchestra. Well, gee whiz, Judy Carolla! Judy, what are you doing here? Well, Dennis, my program starts on the air again next week, and I'll be on right ahead of your program. That's right, Judy. Gee, this sure is a small world. Your sponsor is my sponsor. And your program and my program will be the Colgate Saturday Night One Hour of Fun. Golly, Dennis, just think. You and me are both in the same family. Gosh, does my mother know about this? <laughs> Although I wouldn't mind having you for a sister, Judy. You're pretty. <laughs> oh, shucks, you're just saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Huh? No, I'm not. Well, somebody just said it. <laughs> Judy, I gotta sing now, but don't forget, starting next Saturday night, I'll be following you. Yeah, just whistle, and if I don't stop, it ain't me. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Judy. Now, with George Dooning in the orchestra, here is Dennis to sing Maybe You'll Be There. Each night I see a crowd of people. Just like a fool, I stop and stare. It's really not the proper thing to do. But maybe you'll be there. I go out walking after midnight. Along the lonely thoroughfare. Not the time or place to look for you, but maybe you'll be there. You said your arms would always hold me. You said your lips were mine alone to kiss. Now after all those things you told me, how can it? Tune in to another Dennis Day show brought to you by Palmolive Soap, Your Beauty Hope, and Luster Cream Shampoo for soft, glamorous dream girl hair. Dentists know what cleans teeth best, and over 4,000 dentists say Colgate tooth powder with a two-minute routine gets teeth sparkling and super clean. So, to remove dull film and get your teeth shining clean, just brush teeth two minutes, morning and night, with Colgate tooth powder. Brush inside, outside, and biting surfaces. Always brush away from the gums. See how quickly this gets teeth naturally bright. 
It removes dull film that improper brushing misses. And Colgate Tooth Powder also sweetens your breath. Try it. Buy Colgate Tooth Powder today. Listen again next week to Colgate's Hour of Fun, hilarious Judy Canova, followed immediately by Dennis Day. Two great comedy programs next Saturday evening over this same station. Vern Smith speaking. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.